0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. You know, every day I hear of new people who are listening to the podcast. I appreciate all of your listening, and I hope you're gleaning something from the information, applying it to your own life, your own self, and improving, because that is the whole point of my doing podcasts so that everyone, as Oprah used to say, lives their best life. Have you ever heard of the butterfly effect? It's the idea that small things have nonlinear impacts on a complex system. And the example you often hear of, that's why it's called the butterfly effect, is that when a butterfly flaps its wings, it causes a typhoon. Of course, a single act like a butterfly flapping its wings cannot cause a typhoon. Small events, however, can serve as catalysts that cause conditions. I think of this a lot when it comes to people's health. You got to take care of it on a daily or hourly basis, Um, be aware of it, be mindful. What am I eating? What am I thinking? What am I drinking? Am I smoking anything? (laughs) Um, So, there's a crew of men. um, We're supposed to be doing my roofing and siding September 5th to September 12th. That was the week we had blocked off. Um, They finally finished. If you want to call it finishing on Thursday the whatever day that was two days ago the 5th and um, the reason it took so long is because they took weeks off due to the crew being ill Um, they vape they smoke cigarettes and the food that I have observed that they uh, got to eat unbelievable just you know one fast food place after another the reason I'm saying all this is that we don't need to vape we don't need to smoke Uh, there was a new study as if we need one showing that vaping suppresses immune cell activity It's e-cigarettes, so um, exposure to e-cigarette vapor essentially froze neutrophils in place, leaving them unable to protect the body. Neutrophils are white blood cells that your immune system uses as a first line of defense. Even occasional e-cigarette users may be at risk because the effect was seen with short, low-level exposure. Neutrophils exposed to vapor from e-cigarettes had high concentrations of the microfilament F-actin, which doesn't matter, it's a a chemical, which resulted in the cells being less able to move and function. So these findings suggest that e-cigarette users could be at increased risk of respiratory disease. We don't know the effects of vaping long-term, um, but research has linked e-cigarette use to an increased risk of reproductive problems, heart attack, mental health conditions, and more. And every time I said e-cigarette, you can remove the E and say that that's cigarettes too. Um, you know, if you wanna do one thing for yourself, um, look at your food. Can we do something about the food we eat? I would say make sure that what you're eating is actually food. We live in this world um, of Franken food. There's a, you go pick up a hamburger or a package of uh, frozen entrees, or like customers we used to have at the shop lived on bob evans food and guess what you can buy it in the grocery store frozen but most people don't realize is that when you buy this so-called food it's been injected with hormones it's been cooked in genetically modified oils so you're not really eating food you're eating manipulated stuff with chemicals added If you could make one improvement, one positive change, uh, one thing to alter the state of your immune system toward a much more positive light, it would be to eat real food. Vitamin C is one of the most critical, essential nutrients that we can use to strengthen the immune system. Vitamin C helps the body detoxify. It's the ultimate antitoxin it helps to bind with heavy metals it serves as a fuel source for your white blood cells so they can move around as they need to and go and uh, gobble up the pathogens vitamin c acts as a natural antihistamine for people suffering with chronic allergy it acts as a binding agent It helps to produce bile so we can digest fats like vitamin D, vitamin E, A, K, uh, super omega krill oil. Vitamin C plays a role in collagen formation, which is one of the structural proteins that our immune system needs to make antibodies and other things. Uh, We could write books about the functions of vitamin C, and yes, they have been written. Uh, as it relates to the immune system. Minerals are also important. So if you're looking for something to help your immune system, the first mineral I would choose is zinc. Zinc plays a role in more than 200 chemical reactions inside the human body. And those are just the ones we know about. What about the ones we don't know about? The more we learn, or this is me, I should say, the more I realize what I don't know, or I realize that I don't know a whole bunch of stuff. If I knew what I didn't know, then I would know it. <laughs> so, um, but you're, if you're always learning, it makes you very aware of what you don't know. Sync plays at least a role in 200 different responses in the body. Most of them are um, immune regulating it plays a a part in the thymus glands job and do you know where the thymus gland is it's uh, right behind your breastbone, in the center of your chest and one of the first things I learned as an herbalist was to thump the thymus like Tarzan used to go you know uh so thump your thymus and that helps it kind of wake up um if it's asleep The thymus helps to filter our white blood cells, the ones that are too strong or the ones that are too weak. The thymus's job is to prevent them from getting into circulation. And it does that under the direction of zinc. Zinc also plays a role in an enzyme system called superoxide dismutase, or or we call it SOD. This is an antioxidant system that helps strengthen the immune system. It helps our body to detoxify. It helps our livers work appropriately. Uh, speaking of that, you know, it is never too late to quit drinking, quit smoking, quit all the bad stuff. Um, this was three years ago when all the hairstylists were shut down, uh, Our one of our excellent, wonderful, beautiful customers here, said, why don't I tell my hairstylist um, to come to the shop and she can cut your hair? And I said, oh, that's a great idea. So um, she got us in touch with each other. Well, the woman was a terrible drinker. She was in the hospital. She fell and had broken bones. She, I mean, the list goes on. She had cirrhosis of the liver. So needless to say, she did not come to the shop. Not really important, you know, hair. Um, so I guess it is important though sometimes, all the time. Um, <clears throat> I this Our beautiful, wonderful customer was in the shop yesterday and she said, I'm going to get my hair cut. And I said, oh, did you find a new person? Cause I just thought, well, she, she wasn't gonna make it. She said, "No, I use my same person." She quit drinking two years ago. Uh, her health is excellent. I don't know about taking supplements, but you know, just quitting drinking turned her around. So everything you think about, everything you do, mindfulness. Um, If you have these habituated behaviors, I would say smoking would be a big one because I I asked a guy one time, why do you smoke? And he said, I don't even know. (laughs) So it's just habituated behavior. Can't we get good habits? I think we can. Uh, Anyway, back to, to SOD, which helps our livers work appropriately, There are actual studies that show how it helps preserve the length of our DNA, the telomeres on the DNA. And as we know, telomeres are one of the factors in human longevity and human health. So we can add life to our years and years to our life. Zinc plays a role in insulin production. Uh, So, if we think about this, it's a little bit different because it's not a direct role of immune function. Insulin is a protein, it's a really long chain of amino acids, um, but we call those proteins. So, you know, if you go back to your, well, my original biology class in uh, ninth grade, I think it was. Proteins are building blocks, and they're made up of amino acids. Never will forget that. But the centerpiece that holds insulin together is zinc. We cannot make insulin without zinc. So all these people with type two diabetes, if you clean up your diet, which means get rid of all the processed food, all the chemicals, and add supplements, and walk 30 minutes a day. We've had people go, go from a 13A1C down to a 5, which is not diabetic, as, as far as I understand. I get my information secondhand from people who think they know, um, so I just take their word for it. So the way our bodies generate energy is to convert glucose, which is blood sugar, into energy so that the immune cells have the energy they need to do their job. If we don't have zinc to make insulin, we can't get the sugar out of our white out of the blood into the cells so so energy can be generated. And this is what happens when blood sugar goes up. And let me tell you something. If you this is in my experience, people with low blood sugar, it that means you're pre-diabetic. Because if you have low blood sugar, you can have high blood sugar. It's um anyway, when the blood sugar gets really high, it's this chemical reaction that starts called glycation. And that's just a fancy word for um Caramelizing. Do you ever caramelize onions? It means that sugar starts to thicken our blood. And sugar starts to bind to our proteins, into our hormones, into the immune factors. And it basically makes the bloodstream really, really sticky. And now all those proteins that are in the bloodstream and are important for immune factors and important for immune function, they're gluey. They're sticky, they don't work as well. And if we don't have adequate zinc, we can't prevent our blood from getting thick and sticky and gooey and gloppy. And our immune system is going to naturally be suppressed. Um, So a byproduct of elevations in blood sugar over time, weak immune system. So zinc is very, 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 very critical. So let's talk about um, having a really good diet, you know, eating uh, cauliflower, the last batch of cauliflower from the farmer's market, which if you want to taste sweet cauliflower roasted in the oven, unbelievable, and it's, you can even chew up some raw and it's, it's sweet. That's all I can say. Um, Do you, do we know what's in the food we eat? If you eat good food, remarkable as it may seem, 99% of the components making up whole food are a complete mystery. Uh, this was a report, a published report that said, quote, we know next to nothing about the vast majority of components in our diet. Our understanding of how diet affects health is limited to 150 key nutritional components and this person is at the harvard medical school and he he coined the term nutritional dark matter Um, so those 150 key nutritional components represent only a small fraction of the biochemicals present in our food the the idea that a food rich that food is a rich and complex mix of biochemicals is hardly news. Even the well-known macronutrients, proteins, carbohydrates and fats are hugely diverse. There's also a vast supporting cast of micronutrients, minerals, vitamins and other biochemicals, many of which are only present in minuscule quantities, but which can still have profound health effects. Okay i'm gonna pause there for another story um when people tell me they researched on the internet you know that's it's the information superhighway but it's also the information toxic waste dump Um, if you knew how much of it is controlled so you know the the online encyclopedia you know the name of that one. That's uh, biased. It's edited. It's not, you know, information. If you go to look up, you know, what, I don't even know what you even look up, um, what's good for this or whatever. And it says something like, vitamin A is toxic. Okay, let me just say this. If you are in a nutrient-deprived situation, you have a long way to go taking vitamin A before it actually gets toxic for you because you're so low. That's number one. Number two, uh, the supplements at Herbs to Your Health have been widely researched. Um, They're pure. They go through, uh, first of all, the company rejects about 80% of its raw materials, which then go to other supplement or vitamin companies. And what they have left, um, they put through more than 200 tests for pureness and quality. I have uh, 100% faith, and it's not blind faith, it's faithful. That has uh, it, it's backed up. That the supplements here are excellent. The next thing is yes, you can take. We have vitamin A and D. Um, you can take that. That's fine. There's no real upper limit to it. But most of the vitamin A present in the supplements at Herbs to Your Health is beta carotene. Beta carotene is the precursor to vitamin A, and it's um you the body it's already in the body number one and number two the body knows how to use it, so give your body some credit. I guess they're trying to get people to not take vitamin A, which is extremely important for the immune system. Okay, um, those minuscule quantities have profound health effects. The official source of nutritional information is the US Department of Agriculture's National Nutrient Database for Standard Reference. It lists the composition of hundreds of thousands of food, but it's not as detailed as you might imagine. In all, it details only 188 nutritional components, including 88 I'm sorry, 38 flavonoids. Yet scientists estimate that there are more than 26,000 different biochemicals in our food. Um, And if you wanna isolate one of the ingredients, like a bioflavonoid, I think I need to take bioflavonoids. Well, you need to take a variety of stuff. That's why we have a variety of whole foods that we eat. And if you don't know where to start, Nature's Harvest is an excellent place to start a journey or a day. Uh, it has 55 whole foods, green foods, superfoods, and it is um, super, super duper clean. Okay. Um, <clears throat> with the U- United States Department of Agriculture as your guide, 99.5 of the comp- Percent of the components in food are a mystery. So it would be foolish to dismiss that 99.5% of the compounds we eat as unimportant. We will not really understand how we get sick if we don't cause, uh, solve this puzzle. Or we could just say um, every single day, 80-20 rule, 80% of the time eat that good whole foods, which means you make food, you learn how to be a cook. I don't know about a chef, but definitely uh, a decent enough cook that you like to eat your food. Okay, um, beta-carotene in, incidentally, which is a micronutrient, tends to be positively associated with heart disease Um, But studies adding beta-carotene to the diet do not show health benefits. Uh, One reason is that beta-carotene never comes alone in plants. About 400 other molecules are present with it. So when, you know, epidemiologists try to isolate one little piece of something Um, they may be detecting the health implications of some other molecule. So they don't know. They don't even know what they don't know. And I don't know what I don't know either. But I wish I knew. Synthetic food posts unique food safety hazards. Uh, Again, I could keep talking about this, but I just want to bottom line it Um, the food and the changing of habits etc by saying that there is no state of physical decline or damage like one foot in the grave another one on a banana peel and you're slipping um, that you could not recover from not not any uh, if you wanted it and knew that you could so as henry ford and walt disney and mary Kay ash from mary Kay cosmetics said i'm paraphrasing if you think you can or you think you can't you are correct you can turn anything around and that's what we call miracles that people talk about every day they're really not miracles or maybe they are uh, they're the natural order of things But because they are rare, people think they are miraculous. They're not. That's the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to thrive. We're supposed to get better. We're supposed to grow old without aging. And uh, someone said to me recently, I feel like such a failure. I think I'm doing everything right, and I just still don't feel that great, and blah, blah, blah. Okay, uh i say take time out to think of some jokes make up some jokes Uh, remember jokes that you know kid jokes like what's the difference between a piano and a fish you can't tune a fish so even kid jokes that are ridiculous kind of make us laugh or watch a funny movie um, there aren't any really out now would have to go back a ways and i don't know how to get them nowadays you know a lot of people are asking questions um they have every excuse not to listen to podcasts these are people who know the podcasts exist january it'll be three years of one week of podcasts somebody went to look and they said wow well, you have a lot and i said yes yeah, 52 times almost 3. I think I might have missed a week or two in there, but generally not. Um, So, you know, there are a ton of reasons why I can't listen to podcasts. But then they ask me to repeat what I say on them individually. I sound like a broken record. I sound like there's an echo in here. Um, one person in particular is a huge supplement taker. I mean, super huge. Uh, had the COVID vaccine and two boosters because apparently this person's body is um, not her own. It's her husband's. So he chooses what she does. So she has hair falling out, circulatory disorder problems, dizziness, tinnitus, um, COVID Vaccines cause all of that, COVID kind of causes, I don't know. I don't know, really. Um, So the specific reason I'm talking about this is that one of the major side effects of COVID, mostly the vaccine, it doesn't matter if it's COVID or the vaccine. You know, I talk about, I'm sure they don't listen to the podcast. Nobody at the landlord's office. They are uh, lawyers and they had all had COVID like something like seven times. And they had uh, the shots and the boosters and the um, shingle shot, the pneumonia vaccine, you know, you name it. They got them all. And it went around seven times. Um, I'd be kind of tired of that if it were me. So... One of the major side effects of COVID, but mostly the vaccines, is that it makes the blood stick together. We don't want that. When blood is thicker, it becomes more difficult for it to move throughout the body, through the organs of the body. There are very few places blood doesn't go. So it's important to understand how to keep the blood flowing. Blood is life. It supplies every cell with water and life-giving oxygen. Without constant blood supply, it's impossible for tissues to remain healthy. Nothing in the body can live without a constant supply of blood. So blood clots are, uh, we call that thrombosis. That's blood clots forming inside the circulatory system. But there are also things called microclots, teeny, teeny, tiny blood clots, causing problems. When the endothelial, endothelial lining gets damaged, it releases chemical messengers to form blood clots. It a, becomes a problem when the clot breaks free. So this is actually the body trying to heal. Um, you know, when people say they have high cholesterol, it's because the cholesterol is trying to heal something in the circulatory system. So when the clot breaks free, then it's called an embolism. Then it gets lodged somewhere in an organ. If it goes to the heart, it's a heart attack. If it goes to the brain, it's a stroke, et cetera. uh, Then that part of the body doesn't get blood flow. Deep vein thrombosis is because blood isn't flowing very well. Blood clots form in the legs. You have leg pain, swelling in one or both legs, varicose veins cvi is chronic venous insufficiency Um, it's vein damage causing blood not to flow it's also related to a stagnant liver everything is connected agglutination is a side effect of spike proteins which is the vaccine it's um like gmo on steroids just kind of kidding there but the blood gets sticky then it becomes prone to clots um, prone to blood flowing poorly throughout the the body um i think what they did with the children's vaccines is put a blood thinner in there with them um, but let's hope a lot of them were just saline that kids got so if if you want to look for signs that you have blood stagnation spider veins slow wound healing chronically cold hands and feed fatigue um <clears throat> and liver congestion you know that if blood and liver intimately connected the liver has an extra amount of blood coming into it from a vein and an artery um when the liver is overworked its blood vessels enlarge the fluids move more slowly throughout it it tries to increase its work area gets enlarged and congested just the liver trying to heal itself it's the huge a huge cause of hemorrhoids uterine and prostate problems and of course varicose veins so we can prevent blood clotting there's a natural cure for everything Butcher's broom, vitamin E, um, curcumin, alfalfa, garlic, ginger, ginkgo, super omega, krill oil, get on a program. Um, I guess it's allopathic training that people say, how long do I need to stay on this program? It's up to you. You don't even have to go on it. It's your free will choice. Um but I would answer a question with a question, how long do you want to live? How long, how much do you want to be um, healthy? So it's entirely up to you. I don't know about that allopathic medical training because it used to be you only take this pharmaceutical drug for X number of days, weeks, months, but now they just let, make you take them cradle to grave uh, vitamin E is a natural blood thinner and anticoagulant agent. It's helpful for preventing deep vein thrombosis due to inactivity, like sitting in a car for many hours, sitting in your recliner for many hours. Um, so if you overthin the blood with pharmaceuticals, Uh, And don't take vitamin E or butcher's broom, um, and then abruptly discontinue, then you cause problems. So, I say slowly increase supplements and slowly decrease pharmaceuticals. When it comes to agglutination, the best way to, to do it is to drink liquid chlorophyll. It rapidly increases blood oxygen levels, it lifts energy, it naturally thins the blood and improves overall health. Use blood moving herbs to help move the blood through the areas um, like capsicum, ginger, garlic, Tone veins with vitamin C, bioflavonoids, varagon, proanthocyanins found in blueberries, blackberries, elderberries, purple grapes. Other helpful foods: uh, pomegranates, citrus. Um, you know, the if you're going to eat an orange, eat the white stuff that's outside of the orange, between the orange and the peel. That's the part that's rich in bioflavonoids. Um, Varagon has horse chestnut, vitamin C, and butcher's broom, B complex vitamins critical capsicum is well known for its ability to boost circulation throughout the body garlic white oak bark and decongest the liver with liver balance vitamin c b complex n-acetylcysteine milk thistle dandelion any thistles blessed thistle take your supplement program regularly Um, circulation seems to become a problem when people get older but you can be your own science experiment taking milk thistle combination is like changing changing your furnace filter when you clean out your liver your blood flows better Uh, and I see my time is just about up but I want to ask you, are you merely conscious or are you consciously aware? A consensus now exists among neuroscientists. All mammals and birds exhibit consciousness in simil- similar ways. We become aware of our environment. We make decisions that are not driven by instincts. We remember our mistakes and learn from them. We build behaviors and habits that give us unique personalities. Even the lowly mouse, yikes, uses the creative power of its frontal lobe to improve the quality of life. Probably why they chose my house. Uh, That was in the um, late winter, maybe early spring of this year. They're gone now. With each step up the evolutionary ladder, consciousness capacity increases, And the huge frontal lobes in humans give us the power to build enormous systems of beliefs about everything. They grow out of the creative imagination powers of the brain and we develop sophisticated ideologies and fantastic notions of love, money, work, parenting, morality, everything. But here's the rub. We tend to do this with the limited awareness of a 12 year old. Fortunately, the human brain has a unique capacity. We can reflect on the inner workings of our own mind. When we do so, a neurological transformation occurs. We grow stronger connections between different parts of the brain. We begin to see the patterns and effects of our behavior and how much we are governed by old habits and beliefs. More important, we discover that there is a fundamental difference between everyday consciousness and conscious awareness, a capacity um, that is governed governed by the salience network in the brain. So if we consciously practice self-reflection, relaxed mindful awareness, I call it Uh, meditation Uh, we can do centering prayer we can do contemplation contemplation is too much thinking for me though so you know you want to dump out your thoughts anyway we stimulate this evolutionary new structure and this allows us to become more socially aware and feel the connection to others we gain greater control over negative emotions Our abilities to feel empathy and compassion for others increases. Confidence and self-love emerge from the practice of meditation or mindfulness. We can intuitively access creative solutions and gain important insights about ourselves and others. Our decision-making skills increase. We'll feel calmer. We'll experience greater serenity, inner peace. And possibly spiritual bliss. I say just set aside. uh, Some people say 60 seconds once an hour. Like one minute. And do. um, I don't know. Focus on the deep inner value. Or pleasant memories. And then set aside some time. For your uh, prayer and meditation. So. That's really all it takes to develop the ability to navigate life with greater pleasure and ease. And it can give you the power to reshape your life. You've heard of shape-shifting. So we're going to reshape our lives. That is the difference between being merely conscious or being consciously aware. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful first weekend in October. Bye.